Hey, running friends. Welcome to the Wrinkled Runner podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. Today's episode is the last one of the season. I'm recording this in the beginning of March, so it is crazy to me that this will be the last one for a while. The podcast is divided into two seasons a year with May and June, the break after season one. I hope you've enjoyed this first season and will join me again the first Monday of July. Subscribe to the podcast and follow the link to the sign up for the Wrinkled Runner newsletter so you'll be reminded when the new season comes out. We're going to be talking about cross training for the runner today, and there are several fitness activities that you can do to benefit your running and help build muscles that aren't normally used if all you do is run. Cross training is the term used to describe anything you do for sport or exercise to enhance your primary sport, in our case, running. When I strength train with dumbbells, I'm trying to build muscle to help my body keep on running. When I play tennis, I'm doing it because I love to play tennis, not because I'm trying to improve my runs. In fact, some will tell you that tennis is actually not great for runners because of the side-to-side motion required, but I love to play even though I'm terrible at it, so I'm going to keep on going. At least with a few lessons under my belt, I'm better than I was when I was dating my husband and I would hit the ball so hard it would fly over the fence and he would have to go get it and that was even if I did hit the ball. When I first started running 14 years ago, it was only one of the things I did to try and become active. I didn't love it. It wasn't a sport for me. It was a tool to burn calories since at the time I was trying to lose about 35 or 40 pounds. I didn't care about cross-training until I started to run almost exclusively a few years later, and I was trying to get faster and build more endurance. Joining a gym was my first foray into trying to do things other than running that would help make me a better runner. Using the same muscles over and over will certainly strengthen them, but the ones you aren't using will still be weak. Cross-training works those muscles and strengthening them will give stability to the ones you are using for the run. Example, When I work my core with planks or leg raises, I'm strengthening the part of my body that keeps me balanced. Being balanced is pretty important when running. Even though I am not a big fan of strength training or super consistent, I have been back in a bit of a groove lately. Cross training is also important because it gives you something you are capable in if you have an injury that won't allow you to run. When I had plantar fasciitis, it got to the point running wasn't an option for a while. Spin class was my cardio fix, and because I had been doing it for years, I didn't have to learn another quote-unquote sport. I could just jump in and up the number of classes I took in a week while I was recovering before I could get back to running. Speaking of spin class, cycling is a great cross-training sport for runners. Obviously, the leg muscles get worked in a different way, and also the glutes and calves. Taking a spin class was one of the first things I did when joining a gym, and I was surprised at how much it improved my runs. My advice, though, for spin class is don't do what I did and think you are invincible just because you run. Underestimating what a spin class is like is pretty common, and the first time I took one, I almost passed out. The teacher had to come over to me in the middle of class and instruct me on how not to pass out while she was leading the class for the others, and she was excellent at doing both at the same time. But for me, it was pretty embarrassing. When the resistance is up on the bike, don't pump your legs like you are escaping from a monster. Your heart rate can climb dangerously high. 
Don't get off the bike if you're feeling faint. And that's a recipe for disaster because you can crash and crash into the bike, fall into somebody else. Slow it down to a crawl and keep turning your legs as you slowly bring the intensity down. My problem actually came when the resistance was almost zero, but I was still pumping my legs as fast as I could. Purchasing cycling shoes was the best thing I ever did because my feet kept getting numb. Keeping my foot in the right position was just too hard with the cage, but the clip-in shoes kept everything where they should be. Of course, cycling outside is also a great option for cross-training. Bike share programs are in a lot of places now, so you don't even have to purchase a bike in some cases. Try cycling one of your running routes and see what things you notice that are different than on a run. Swimming is also recommended quite regularly as a cross-training activity for runners. Aqua running is even used to rehab a runner when they have an injury. I'm not a great swimmer, but I was getting better before COVID hit and they closed all the gyms. Now we live in a different area of the city, so we aren't renewing that membership. But if you have access to a pool, you can definitely benefit your running by swimming. If running outside is impossible, the elliptical can be your friend for cardio if you hate the treadmill. Some people don't mind using the treadmill, and some people abhor it and will never use the treadmill, and for some, it's the only way that they run. I hate the treadmill, but if I had to get a run in for training and I couldn't run outside, I'd hang a towel over the data so I couldn't see how much further I had to go, otherwise I know I would just quit. But the elliptical is more gentle on the legs and joints, and if you're dealing with an injury, that can be an option. The stair stepper is also a good cardio choice and really gives those legs a workout. So if I'm running the next day, that is not my first choice. I use the stair stepper mostly for just a cardio workout. Cross training is an exercise that is specifically used to benefit your running. So if it's consistently making it harder to run the next day, maybe move that particular exercise to a day when you don't have a harder long run the next day. Of course, as we start to incorporate different exercises and sports into our routine, there will be a period of adjustment for your body. So even if a run is harder the day after you start something, you may just need to get used to it. But if your running continues to be really hard or you're starting to get injured, that's when you need to reconsider what you're doing as cross-training. The final thing I do to cross-train is yoga. Yoga is also great for incorporating flexibility into your body, which runners can sometimes not have enough of. I know I don't. When I'm doing anything and the teacher says to touch your toes, I'm lucky if I can touch my shins. Just be careful you're not being stretched or pulled too much and a strain happens. A good yoga teacher will listen to you. And if you say stop when they are guiding your body, they should stop. I have had both good and not so great instructors. You know your body. And again, anything that is going to keep you from realizing your running goals is not a plus. As always, before starting anything new, it is a great idea to talk to your doctor and get his or her advice on whether something is good for your body. Well, that's a wrap, folks. Season one is complete. I'll see you in July. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic, go ahead and share it. Do you have any running questions? You can ask me. Email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com, and if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once-a-month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one -on -one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. 
So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will, of course, link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the run.